0: Whenever I order food and they say, can we have a name for the order? And I say Frank. I say Frank. I like I emphasize the Frank part because so often I'll get my order and on the receipt or something it'll be written Brank. B-R-A-N-K. And like- Brank. Yeah, I swear to God. Brank? I mean, how is
1: this possible?
0: The thing is like, how, <laughs> how do you, how do you conclude that? Even if you mishear someone, wouldn't you assume it's not an alien's name and instead like write down <laughs> an actual person's name? Cause it happens multiple times. And I'm like, am I saying it wrong? So Man, now yes. like, now I like overemphasize it. Now I'm
2: like, frank
0: You know, it's like, God damn. So I'm Maybe. looking at
2: this. Sorry, Azil, go ahead. No, I was just saying maybe they think it's a last name or something like that because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. I don't know. I can't imagine. So I'm looking at this receipt for
0: Kino Kunia, who I went through to get the uh, young animal for Gikagasuomakiya, uh, and it says Brank Smith. Great, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Even the the Japanese guy with poorly understood English <laughs> didn't know what I was saying, so he wrote on fucking Brank. Like, I'll I'll get coffee, you know, and I'll say Brank on the coffee. <laughs> Well,
1: uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just not a, a lot of guys named Frank anymore.
0: It is. It's just a, a curse.
1: You know, it used That's, to be a pretty <laughs> popular name. I know. It, it used to be like almost, you know, very, you know, salt of the earth kind of yeah. name. Now it's like, you know, Brank, I guess, yeah. is more popular.
0: <laughs> Brank is in, it's more in vogue now. Great. What sort
1: of era do we live in with Brank? Right. <laughs> the era of Brank. Fucking hipsters. They ruined everything. <laughs> I said I was getting
0: a pin, and then I put it away during the whole little segment there. Okay, let's get started. Um, so we've been away for a while, and uh, because obviously nothing's really been happening, um, we've been waiting for the release of uh, Giganto Machia, and FG1 is out, and they're on a three-week... It's not a break, but we have to wait three weeks until the next issue of Young Animal. So there hasn't been a lot to discuss, but the, the first issue did land, and you know... I kind of knew going into this, and we discussed it last time that it's going to be a sci-fi, but it's probably not going to be what we expect, given that it's Mira. it's not going to be I, I didn't imagine it would be super technolo- technology based and boy ever. In
2: space
0: yeah, it's not going to be robots in space or anything like that. and boy was it ever not that I mean, good God, the whole episode takes place in the desert uh, with you know I, I mean technology wasn't even like a, a whisper on the wind throughout the entire thing. Not really. Uh, and and so I still don't quite know what to expect from this. Obviously, the translation is not out yet. I have a very broken understanding of what's being said throughout the whole thing, thanks to Google Translate. But, uh, the key here seems to be it's though it's here's the thing though it's set in distant, distant future that makes your mind kind of spin about what does that mean? What are the implications of that setting going to be for the story? And it seems to be more about evolution rather than technology, or at least so far, anyway. Yeah, is uh, an emphasis on these people that they come across in the desert. They're essentially uh, evolved from insects or living along with insects in the it's- desert.
2: It's both so, actually. They have okay. a symbiosis with uh like the beetles they are riding and we yeah. see them raising them and such and they've also evolved to adapt to the desert like setting and uh yeah, there's some kind of mutants. I don't know if you could say they're mutants or evolved, but the character, you know, prom refers to them uh as some kind of what I what I think is, you know, mutants. So yeah, they're probably mutants. I think she
0: says, I mean, obviously. I have, or something. Yeah, I would, I would translate it as subhumans. No, no,
2: she's, she says they are dummy humans, like, okay. you know, half humans. But, you know, uh, there's, you know, here i now, going uh, Frigana that, uh, says mu, you know, oh, like okay. uh, the, the, the Greek letter mu, uh, which is, you know, what, uh, the word mutant comes from, you know, et- etymologically. So, mm. uh, I, I think, yeah, I think there are some kind, there are dummy humans as opposed to Delos, who is a full human and, to which she refers as a uh, Hugh, you know, like he's hue and they're Mew. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, they are, they are not subhumans. She doesn't refer to them as that because that would be pejorative. You know, she just said sure. dummy humans, like, like, you know, somebody would be, a, you know, pseudo apostle or something like that. Right.
0: And, and, yeah, obviously there's a lot of tension behind uh, the people that Delos represents and the people that are, that he's fighting against, I guess, in this yeah. particular scenario. So it makes you wonder, you know, how they got in this scenario to begin with, how how this came to be. And I assume it's because the Empire created the scenario with which these people were, you know, mutated over, I'm guessing, generations or millennia.
2: Yeah. Well, there's one thing also. I'm not sure I talked about it in the thread, actually. But, you know, when uh, Prom refers to the, you know, she talks about the habitat of the beetle, you know, people. Yeah. And uh, she says it's similar to, you know, that of termites which, you know, she specifies is a species that existed before the Great Extinction.
1: Mm, So it it
2: implies, like, you know, there was an event where, you know, like a Great Extinction, like it says. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that was caused by the Empire. We don't know, but, you know, it might be a a clue.
0: Yeah, it's like, um, I I mean, I have to say, honestly, I was a little disappointed in the first issue, only because I don't know the full scope of the story yet. And so I'm I'm a little... Uh, I'm not sure what to expect from it, so my my you know my expectations are set on a level that are uh, that I I don't know what's 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 to come from this series. Once everything's out, it'll make a little more sense. But my first thought upon reading this was, I wish we knew a little bit more about the circumstances and didn't go so headfirst into this. I don't know the fight and and the the voyage across the desert. I'd, I'd rather just have a little bit more. Contextual information to understand, you know, the setting and the characters before we jump headlong into this kind of stuff. But you know, that's fine. I guess we'll see what happens from there. But uh, there's not much to say about this episode, in my opinion. Not well, so far. I wonder
1: if they're going to pull back in, uh, yeah, next one and give us that, or if we're just sort of, or if it's just going to continue on like this and we'll get the big picture, you know, by the end. If it's right. gonna be that sort of a thing, I don't know. I mean, I found it interesting in that it really. I don't know. I feel like you could plug this into Berserk somewhere, and I would believe it was a part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like it didn't seem like that. Um, stylistically, that it's,
0: stylistically, it's so similar.
1: Yeah, uh, it must the, have the a change of, of years, you know, for yeah. me. I mean, there was like there's quasi humans, and there's you know there's <laughs> there's of course you know enmity and aggression. You know, kill the the right. human plan at least according to you know the the translation I got
2: from you. So. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, I thought it
2: was, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, well, it's both, it's both similar and different, I guess, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, uh stylistically, you know, I think it's pretty close, of course, because it's by the same, you know, author, but I i think it's going to be, you know, uh I mean, the more we see of the stories, the more it's going to be different. Because, you know, even though it's not a high-tech, you know, uh, story, like it's it might be sci-fi, but it's not like, you know, like we said, you know, robots in space shooting lasers and shit. But I think it's still going to be oriented with uh, a more modern approach, you know, like not fantasy. You know what I mean? Mm, Like Berserk is, you know, no matter how you cut it, it's fantasy, you know, with magic and, you know, monsters and stuff. And here, even though... Like at first glance, yeah, they are still, you know, you know, creatures that are not humans or not fully human and such. But I think, you know, as we get to see more of the story, it will, you know, show its difference, you know, more clearly. And actually, I think, you know, in the second issue, you know, like the shit will hit the fan and, and we'll get more, you know, uh say at the same time, more exposition, also more action with the giant and stuff. So I think it's going to be, you know, a lot more. Not interesting, but exciting, you know, uh, like since, as you, like you said, you know, the first issue was a bit, you know, how to say, it was slow or yeah. just, you know, preparatory. But
0: I guess I just wished it covered a little more ground than it did, given that, you know, once, we've caught, once we have caught word of this, you know, of course, the first thing you do is all wonder what it's going to be about, what's going to be the setting, and what we get is a much more literally down-to-earth kind of uh, episode, so... And maybe that'll make a little more sense as we learn a little bit more of the world. And, and indeed, the way the episode starts and ends, it's, it's bookending this whole you know issue with this uh, oncoming conflict with this you know obviously the giant, the titular giant. So we will see how that goes for sure. Um, some things about the characters, uh,
2: Prome, you know. Well, Actually, I it's Prome, you know. Is it really Prome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the way in Japanese, and I guess it's the same way in you know Greek. It's Prometheus, you know, and so it should be Prome, I guess, you know. Okay.
0: So it, her um, – the way she talks, the way she looks, and something about her eyes really seems to me a little mechanical or, you know, maybe she's – maybe that's this – the story's version of the gods is some kind of uh, robot or, or android. I don't, I don't know, but that's the impression I got from her. The way she talks, the way she analyzes it and something about the density of her eyes. You know, if you really look at it, it looks dramatically different from Delos's eyes. I don't know. Yeah. The impression mm-hmm. I got for sure. And also there's some kind of joke about Delos, you know, being thirsty and she says, I can filter the air for you. <laughs> and then she stands up on top of him with her legs spread and it's like, And she's like, I can
2: initiate this. And he's like, uh, maybe not, you know, Yeah. go ahead. I was saying even later when, uh, when he's in the, when he has jumped into the fish's mouth and jumped out and such, she actually lifts her skirt and say, yeah, you can come, you can come get the clean water here. So uh, she, (laughs) I didn't see that. Yeah. She, she's clearly, you know, like she's clearly saying, you know, she can release water from there. So I think it, uh, it's another strong hint that she isn't human. And, uh, I guess, even though it's clear in the, from the dialogue, but she doesn't feel, you know, like shame or anything like that that humans might. Right, right, right.
1: Well, I mean, this is going to gross you guys out, and uh, it's a better segue left for later. But she kind of reminded me of Fee, actually, from Skyrim. Oh yeah, I can see <laughs> like, that. I don't know if that's uh, you know appropriate if you can, you know, if you understand a little better. But that's just what I got from you know matching <laughs> sure. the translation with the pages.
2: Well, actually, her, her, you know, face and her general style are quite similar. I, I agree. I hadn't thought about it, but uh, it's true. You know, I mean, her garb and you know, yeah. just you know, her look, the way she's designed. Yeah, there's a similarity, actually.
0: Sure. And and Delos is a pretty uncharacteristic hero <laughs> as well because he's rather largely built. You don't you don't see that a lot in uh, in manga. <laughs> I was yeah. calling
1: him, like, Fat Guts. <laughs> so, when, <laughs> so to me, at the end, you know, it was, hey, it's Fat Guts versus the Tapasa here, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I just can't let go. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> but uh,
2: He's more goofy, though. He He's very goofy. He's a, he's a pretty goofy character, I think. Yeah, yeah
1: he, sure. He seems pretty interesting. He had that one moment where he kind of, before the fight, where he looks at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, he gets pelted with something. Yeah, and he gets it's, it with the egg. He looks at yeah. the grandmother. And see, That's
0: his... That, <laughs> yeah, that moment and at the very end when he's goading the guy on after the suplex. He's an interesting guy. I, I really want to see the range of his character. Because he comes across as is just goofy at first. And then you can see he takes a more serious approach. And he is pretty interesting. So, yeah. I hope more of that. Um, a little bit about the guy that he's fighting, uh, Ogun Uh, he's wearing a scarab on his belt. And I wonder if there's some special significance to that. If we're basically, my first thought of unseeing this giant, you know, hive of human and insects is, you know, ants and such work off of like a hive mind kind of thing. I wonder if there's a leader or something, or if there's someone to be some larger power that's kind of uh, ruling over these people, or if they're truly autonomous insects, I don't know. it will be interesting if there is some kind of like, you know, hierarchical order to these things,
2: yeah, that would that's be interesting, actually. You know, like a queen or something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't thought about that, but that'd be interesting. That being said, since they're you know half human, mm-hmm. I mean, they might still remain you know individuals without that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's a good idea, actually.
0: Did you see in the um, when they first showing the couple shots of the city? Uh, there's a part where. They're putting out food, these people's farmers or peasants or whatever, putting out some food. And there's yeah. a dog, the dog that runs up along <laughs> with the larva that's coming yeah. up. Like, yeah. Huge larva that are coming up to eat food. I oh, thought that was pretty funny. And, of course, my first thought upon seeing the city and, and the way everyone's living together in kind of harmony was Falconia. And and that harkens back to, I wonder what was going through Mira's head. At what point did the germ of this story come to him? Was he thinking about the future and he thought kind of like a like a, a tangential idea that made him think of this as he was like planning out Faconia or the future of Berserk or was this fully independent and as rhetorical because they're not gonna know but
2: Well, you know, there's one thing, you know, I think uh Prome has a her design, you know, she mm-hmm. reminds me a bit of Griffiths, you know, with the feathers and that kind of stuff in her garb, mm-hmm. you know, and her look is a bit like that of, you know, Sonia, you know, the eyes, the like the unblinking eyes, that kind of stuff. But uh, other than that, I think somebody in the thread said that, you know, the giant, giant was, you know, very reminiscent of uh, Ganishka when he transforms and, you know, mm. becomes, uh, you know, what, what he calls Shiva. And, uh, yeah, I guess there's a, a resemblance. I can see it. But other than that, I thought, you know, you remember back in the day, Mura said that in an interview a long time ago that uh, some real world events inspired him. Mm-hmm. You know, to create, you know, stories. And uh, I think with, nowadays, with all this talk of, uh, genetically modified organisms and all that stuff, you know, I, I think you might have gotten the idea from there, you know, what if, what would people be like in the far future, you know, what the evolution would be when, you know, with all the mutations and DNA manipulations that are ongoing nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, actually, I think that makes for a nice, you know, very interesting uh, sci-fi setting, you know, whereas, Bioengineering has, you know, become more, you know, potent than just, you know, mechanical and electronical, you know, engineering. Right. Yeah. And that, that
0: was the, what was interesting about this whole approach to me, uh, looking back on it now, uh, is, is it, it is, it is indeed the future is not mechanistic. It, it's, it's biological, uh, at least the, the version that we've seen so far. And there might be more to it than that, obviously, but that is interesting that that's the focus he took. That's the approach he took to a distant future sci-fi setting wasn't the typical, you know.
1: I'm yep. um, wondering if they're going to explore sort of how we got here. Like, is it going to be divorced from technology, this evolution? Or is it going to show that, you know, we started well, messing around, you know, using, you know, high technology for, you know, combining with insects and things like that. But it eventually became biological.
0: I don't know. There's something about the giant. If you look at it really, really closely – he looks a little more. It's not like a robot or anything. Like he's actually held together by these. It looks like he's being held together by like a series of, like I would yeah, call it a netting net. or something. You know. Yeah. 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 And it, on it top looks of like his, a, go ahead.
2: I was going to, say, and on top of his head, there's you know these electrical you know things like mm-hmm. there's lightning. You know, you can see lightning bolts like on the first shots, the one you know mm-hmm. saying you know 44 pages in the title. You see you know there's bolts of lightning. Coming from you know like very old school like you know electro electric uh, you know current. Current things yeah so it's very it's it's funny because it's very retro in a way so mm-hmm. you know actually when I see when I see the giant and you know its design and stuff it reminds me of the very old you know uh, Japanese you know giant mecha you know series mm-hmm. like you know uh, Tetsujin twenty eight and that kind of stuff so I don't know
0: well it reminds me of. Tesla coils from Red Alert, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah no, that's what I mean, you know, the electric, yeah. the electric stuff is, is similar to that kind of stuff, you know, that, that style.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not just that it's old, it's that it implies, you know, bigness or or massively powerful technology, not just super advanced, but the emphasis being large and powerful, you know, that kind of metal uh, coil kind of technology. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of the giant yet. Obviously, we haven't seen more than two pages of it. Two full two page spreads, but it it being the uh, you know, the character in the title, I assume. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the the actual page right now, and yeah, the netting material. I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's 100% speculative, but he has little nodes on each of the little uh, netting, like kind of the cross hatching, the, the intersection point of the netting. They each have a little node on them, like something that protrudes from it. So, I just don't know what to make of this giant thing yet. And I wonder if it was maybe being secured at first before... I don't know. It's really weird looking if you look at it really closely on the page.
2: Yeah, it might be at uh, the same... You know, it might both be something, you know, that's holding it together or something that, you know, prevents it from being free, as like, that is right. you know, controlling it. You know, it could Strengths. be controlled like, like that. You know, there, there's many possibilities. It's yeah. kind of hard to say, actually, at this point. Totally. be
1: remiss if we didn't mention the floating... Yeah. Elephant tentacle heads that shoot fire. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. There's really a mystery know.
2: with, <laughs> you know, with like, a, screws for
0: eyes or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: pretty weird. It's extremely weird. I don't really know what to make. Someone posted a picture of like the undersea elephant looking thing. I, I don't see a super strong or, they look more like just weird looking creatures with, you know, squid things on them.
2: Yeah, I th- I think the you know i th- I see it was Lithrael who posted uh, you know, the squid with the fins that make it look like elephant ears. And I see th- maybe that was an inspiration, but you know, the ones in the story are clearly, you know, elephant and uh you know squids mixed together, it's, it's pretty clear. So yeah.
0: And it, it it's worth distinguishing that my first thought was that they were gassing this area because it's black and white, but it's clearly flames. You see smoke coming off it and everything, and there's intense lighting on the source of it. So it's definitely a flame is pouring. Yeah.
2: Out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um,
0: yeah, I didn't have a lot more to say about this more. Just like I said, I, I wish we knew more about the world itself and I, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more. I, I don't think he's going to leave that on the plate. Uh, there, what I wonder though, is it's six episodes? It seems like a really short amount of time now, now that we're through the first episode, uh, there's a lot more to tell still, you know, we <laughs> not quite there yet so
2: yeah
1: i mean he can make it sort of as big or small as he wants i mean it could all just be like it could be a very small story about them just walking through this world you know and having little encounters and he might never really explain the big picture could be
0: i hope not i hope there's more to it than that
2: yeah yeah. I, i think you know i don't know i think the story will be clearly centered on delos and Prome. But that, uh, it will imply like, you know, it's part of their fight, I don't know, against the Empire or something like that. And you know, it will show a small, small part of this, you know, and like at the end, uh, it's like they're continuing the fight or something like that. I, I think it will be like a slice of life in these guys, you know, fight mm. against the Empire or something of the sort, you know, showing how they started, you know, the praise or prize against the Empire or something of the sort. Mm.
0: Well, looking forward to more. Uh, I don't have a lot more to say about this particular one. I'm looking through it right now. Interesting uh, icon on Delos' belt. Obviously, it's the language of the Empire, I would guess. I don't really know. That's all I have for that section of the show, guys, unless you had more to add. Uh, no Berserk until February or so. So we'll see. Maybe February or March. I'm not sure how that'll work out. They said it'll resume after the series, but...
2: No, that no, doesn't mean right
0: up though. Yeah, so. exactly. So, we'll see. Nothing else is really happening uh, in the Berserk world, so... I guess we'll move on. that's cool, you We're going to
1: segue into Zelda. I can yeah. point out that I also thought the design of the giant, it kind of reminded me of Zant. So, I'm pretty much connecting it to Zelda and Berserk here. My, I like them, I don't the, yeah,
0: the mask kind of
1: thing. The, yeah, yeah, on top, and then the body, yeah. with the even the way the arms hang down. Let me pull up a Zant. It's reminiscent sure. of his
2: outfit. I don't even remember what Zent looks like. He was <laughs> yeah, the
0: but, he was the villain in Twilight Princess before the actual villain appears.
2: Yeah, I, I remember vaguely what he was supposed to be, but like his design, man, is completely gone.
0: I'll, I'm I'm about to post an, uh, a text of it in the thing in the chat. If you just click on that, yeah, thanks. Mostly, it's the giant mask kind of thing. You know, it's on top of his body. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so as yeah, a fact it's uh, like a giant headset, you know, with right. the shoulders and everything. Yep. Of all things,
0: for me to take inspiration from a Zelda series, I just hope it's not Twilight Princess. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> no just say offense. it's not the case. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was about to say no offense, but no offense. Take it. That's
1: fine. Oh, was anyone else reminded of, I mean, this would be this is kind of an obvious thing to say, but still, I mean, when they're writing, you know, the giant uh, Beatles there, you can't help but think of, you know, uh lost children and all the bugs and of course, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Puck riding the beetle. That was <laughs> like
0: a, that was one of my first thoughts as well. yeah Just kind of like yeah, a cute little bug thing, you know.
1: Yeah, where it's like, "Oh wow, this is, you know, he's doing it for real." <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Zelda, um I think I said this in the thread already, but Azil, I told you I wasn't gonna play it again. Well I'm I'm already almost finished with the second playthrough now. <laughs> oh. Was it was it? You know, hero mode is a lot more fun. It's also like super frustrating because once you get to the dark world, uh you know, the damage is yeah, everything one shots you. Like there are en- the enemies that take off like the standard enemy takes off eight hearts in the dark world. Like just basically if you like even accidentally touch one, like, oh that's it. Hope you have a fairy, you know, because fairies become super essential. So my f- second playthrough, I just hunted down bottles and, like, yeah, um, was say. made a beeline for the blue uh, outfit, like, immediately. So and that ma- that mitigates things somewhat. Now I only take four hearts damage. Of course, heart containers are super essential as well at that point. So I've gotten every single heart piece. I'm, I'm using a guide now because I don't care. I've already beaten the game. I can just get everything. Um. Well. Go
2: ahead. Well, I think, uh, you know, I've, I haven't, uh, replayed it in hero mode, but I think I did pretty much everything in the game. I only miss one, one, uh, heart, you know, like four pieces and, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're from all the mini games I didn't do. You know, like the baseball thing and all the other, you know, Ruby Hunt. Know. Yeah, Ruby Rush. I, yeah. I got a few of them. I mean, I got the cuckoos and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I didn't get the Ruby Rush. And that's sh- because it just you know bores me. I, I just don't feel like doing it. But uh, and for sure, yeah, I, I don't think there's too many secrets in the game. You know, nothing too hard to get. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. it's it's like more like you matter. said. It's
1: a lot simpler than. uh a link to the past, or Zelda Three, if you will.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: My, my brain want... was never taxed on this game, like barely at all throughout any of the puzzles.
1: So the the dungeons were really kind of a breeze. I mean, totally. It's like they had puzzles and everything, and it, I mean, I fa- I found it fun. It was, I found it engaging, like, but it was there was never that moment where you know you're like stuck in a Zelda dungeon. <laughs> you're like, fuck, <laughs> you know, and you sort of just have to grind your way through.
2: Yeah.
0: I kind of I played all the dungeons kind of on autopilot. Like, I, I never yeah. was super focused on it. It was kind of like it was using the surface level of my mind power to get through them, and then I never had to really yeah. figure, to figure out something. Yeah. yeah, there was
1: never any dread, like, going in, like, oh, this is going to be hard. It was always like, no, I'm going to go in, and, you know, I can just basically walk through it, <laughs> and yeah. I'll be done. It's like, and they're not yeah. that big either. Most of them are only two or three levels.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the exception you know, of the ice one, which is like, what, 10 levels or something like that? With super yeah, there's force. like a
2: couple of towers. Right. I, I actually like this one, the ice one. It's really? A, I hated that, man. Yeah, it's the last one I did. And I liked it because it was, it felt more complicated than the rest. Like more of an effort was made, you know. You know, the thing is, it's not just, like for example, in this industry, you know, you could, you could hit the, you know, walls with your sword and you know, it would make a whole sound. And you could, you knew, you know, that you, you had to put a bomb there and, you know, it would open a hole as such a thing. And this game doesn't have it. And, you know, there's a lot of little things like that that are missing. I it felt like does, it does, have, it does
0: have, it.
1: have that.
2: Yeah. Oh, it does. It, it works,
0: it works differently. Like before you had to hold your salt sword out yeah. idle and then press. Yeah here you just do a simple slash and Ah, if, okay if it yeah breaks, because, because i
2: actually tried it and it didn't work you know i tried it with a sword you know held yeah. you know like in the good old days and just right. i was like oh man well it's good to know that it uh that is still there a bit differently. But yeah, yeah no, anyway. The thing
1: is, is that it, it's not, you know, it doesn't come into play more than like three yeah, times in the yeah. whole game. Yeah. <laughs> like there is, this, like in, in Zelda 3, you basically are, I mean, I don't know if this is really advocating a fun time, but you <laughs> have to go around hitting every wall, you know, like up yeah. and down, you know, looking for yeah.
2: the odd noise. Well, the thing is, yeah, like you said, I mean, I I assumed it wasn't there because not only did, you know, it didn't work when I tried, but it just, you know, I didn't need it. So I figured, you know, it just wasn't there. So, but yeah, the dungeons. I don't know. I mean, I played the game, like I finished it in just like two days or something like that. So I guess it's a tribute to how addictive it is. You know, I I had a really good time playing it and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. But the thing is, like you said, I just played the dungeons. I don't know. Maybe it's a tribute to the game design, but. I just, you know, I didn't really think about it. I just went about my way, doing everything. It just felt natural. So, I don't know. You know, I think there, you know, I remember reading a long time ago that Valve was saying, you know, like, only about 40% of people had finished Half-Life, you know, people who had played it or maybe Half-Life 2, you know. Yeah. So, they were, like, always trying to find ways for people to actually play the full game because otherwise it's a waste of, you know, development time and such. And I feel like Nintendo is also, you know, doing that, you know, always trying to make it so people will not feel discouraged, you know, when you read their interviews. But the thing is, you know, a game has to have a challenge. Otherwise, you know, it's just, you know, and I think that's what's missing from these games. And when you say that in hero mode, you know, enemies, you know, take, you know, eight arts. I mean, that's ridiculous. There has to be, you know, like... It's you know, a, it should be a
0: balance. It should, it's a, yeah. it should be a little more intelligent of a challenge than just yeah. ramping up the damage they do. That's just the laziest yeah, I mean, possible solution to that problem.
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a cheap way to you know like, hey, now everything kills you when it touches you. And it's yeah. like, well, oh, you know, there's a middle ground here that would be better. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like just, it's challenging, but it's not cheap.
0: But I guess the, like I said in the review, the, the reason I'm playing through it again is is not so I get everything. It's just because it's fun to play. Like you know, I get yeah. actually. I'm not comparing the two directly, but I get the same feeling I get out of Dark Souls. The same reason I'm playing Dark Souls again over and over is because it's just fun to explore the world and, and, you know, grow and get better at the game. And with Hero Mode, you really have to be on your feet. You can't just like lazily go through a big area of enemies. So it's just more fun. And I just kind of like enjoy running through the world and slashing guys and trying not to die every two hits.
1: (laughs) Well, if you're a Zelda 3 fan, I mean the the joy of this isn't that it's like oh it's trying to top it or it's the you know heir to the throne or anything it's just that it's basically like plugging you back into literally that world yep. and it's almost yeah. like you've already beaten the first game because it's like you have access to everything so it's like a bonus round it's basically you can just go around and do whatever you want That's there's true. you know there's these fun little dungeons to play but you know it's not going to you know it's not going to tax you or anything it's just going to... I mean, it's kind of pure fun. I think in that sense, they found a nice balance. It is yeah. nice to
0: wander through and you hear that, the Kakariko Village theme, and it's just like it's like being a little kid again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess let's talk about... Let's see, you asked that he did the... Did you say you did the ice one last? Yeah. Well, I did that one in the middle, so I guess that's sort of the big... You know, that's going to be the difference in all our experiences... Is, you know, and the big thing in the game is that you can kind of do whatever you want when you want for better, yeah. for good, and for some bad side effects. Where, you know, the problem with, you know, the first dungeon and the last dungeon being, you know, the same difficulty is obviously the one you do last
2: is going to be, like, the easiest because you're going to be invincible. Right. I'm not sure. I mean,. Like, there are some I did in the middle that really felt like a breeze to me. I I, I can't even remember what what they were, you know. And the, 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 the sad part, I don't even remember what the bosses were, but I remember some bosses, I just came in, like, I slashed, you know. I, yeah, I just slashed there at them, like, it, it's like Diablo, you know. I just clack, 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 that, boom, they're dead. <laughs> so it, it was like, and there are like, you know, three or four of them, where it was like that. I didn't, I didn't even try. I made well, no effort. The, reason, the thing like, that occurred to me in the middle of the
1: game was that it, it kind of gets easier as it goes along, whereas most games, you know, it's like the, the difficulty ramps up with the middle and later dungeons, and this one it's like, oh, wow, the, the bottom totally fell out of the difficulty here. I can just kill everything.
0: The reason the bosses probably weren't memorable is because you can almost always use the same solutions you've used in the past for the bosses. The fucking one that's covered in eyes. Hey, I bet I used the hookshot on its eyes. Oh, what do you know? You know, it's just like super obvious stuff.
1: Well, it's pretty you much know, always hit them in the eye if possible. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, It's the big eye. And the one, the one that threw
0: me off the entire game, everyone read about it in the thread was the boss that killed me twice in a row. I was trying to use the old solution. I was trying to use the hammer on the mask and I was like, why isn't this working? It works everywhere else. <laughs> the you
2: same know, solution. Yeah, the sad part is I didn't even, like, I don't have, uh, what's it, very clear memories of, you know, the bosses and anything like yeah. that in Zelda 3, so I just, you know, like you know, when you use a hookshot in a dungeon, why well, use it against the boss? And yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was it was all pretty easy, yeah. honestly.
0: Well, that being my first dungeon from the Dark World, I honestly I actually had assumed that okay, now that they know I have all the weapons, surely the dungeons will begin to be a little more multi-faceted uh, in terms of the item usage. But yeah. no, it's really just a one or two you can stick to. You know, that's too bad.
2: And you know there's one thing you said in the thread, like you guys posted a few big posts and such mm-hmm. uh you you said that you felt the fact the world had the same layout as the last three was not a problem back to, I disagree, you know because i think I think that it did it was you know part laziness on their part, you know like you know it was very nice to have you know n- nostalgia and stuff ah it's the same world and, and thing, but you know. When you get to lore, for example, I would have, you know, I would have preferred if the world was, like, twice bigger and not at all the same layout and, you know, everything was different. I think that would have been nice because, you know, in, uh, in the original game, like, in the world itself, there were things and secrets and stuff to find. And I feel like in this game, you know, outside of dungeons, you know, it's just, you know, like, you, you already know the game so well that it's just, you know, for someone who's played the original, it's just so easy. You know, it's a breeze.
1: I'm gonna, don't worry. I, I don't I didn't remember much from the original. I mean I've played it a few times, but it was still easy. <laughs> so it's like I didn't like have it memorized where certain things would be. Like I couldn't remember. Like you had a comment where you said uh you know, the same secret holes, you know, and uh like yeah. caves with the same like prizes in them and everything. And I couldn't even remember, but it was just I mean, it was pretty much like, oh, if you find it, you know, anything like that, there's gonna be a heart piece inside or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. a tool. And it was there wasn't really anything more to it than that. Whereas the first game felt a lot more challenging and it felt like there was just a lot more to do and to find because you had to find all the weapons and items and some of them, you know, were on the surface and some of them were hidden. And some of them were, you know, hidden kind of, you know, arbitrarily. I mean, there was that arbitrary element to these old games, you know, the most, obviously, in the first Zelda. But, you know, Zelda 3 still had that a little bit where it's like... You know, you can't really, you can't even figure it out. You just have to look for everything and kind of get lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here, I mean, I don't know, you could, I mean, I can see the argument for like, this is more streamlined and polished and everything, but it it
2: loses a little bit of that depth. Yeah. I think it's just more streamlined, like, you know, not, not polished because yeah, it's made easier. It's made more. Yeah. Streamline is a word, but I don't think it's always a good thing.
0: I have to think about how to word this because I mean I don't think I'm gonna be able to express myself properly but the fact that the the world is based on Zelo 3 to me that's not the problem like I, I don't know how to better to say it like it's wow. not, if, if 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 low roll was bigger I wouldn't have a problem with that but the fact that it, that it's it's not to me is not like an inherent problem like the, wow. the what's presented is, is okay more would be better but it's not a problem as it, as it I, is.
1: I forget, I mean, maybe if we just forget that it's Zelda 3 for a second, I guess maybe, like, more generally, the overworld isn't really featured very much. Like, yeah. it isn't It yeah. isn't that important. Like, you are, You immediately get, basically, the ability to travel anywhere, you know, speed travel. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't even have to explore it. It's really just about going to the dungeons and doing yeah. them. And they were made, you know, they're made easier. So, I mean, it's all fun and good and, a you know, an easy, streamlined experience. But... You know, there isn't that same sense of, you know, exploration, you know.
2: Sort. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, sadly, when you look at Skyward Sword, you know, I think it's like the direction they're heading in, In you know, regard to the fact the games are, are in a sequence of dungeons, but the overworld itself, the exploration, finding the dungeons, is not, you know, being paid much attention to. And, uh... Actually, I'm afraid it's going to be more and more like that, you know, like, because people over the years have, you know, to them, what's Zelda? Zelda is dungeons, you know, the puzzles, the dungeons, the items. And, uh, yeah, and I think, unfortunately, the, the overworld part is, you know, being, you know, left aside. Well, the, the, the exception to that, if we go back through these sort of main
1: games, is Twilight Princess, where, if anything, they yeah. had much stuff out of the dungeons where it's like you have to go here, and you have to do yeah. this, and you have to collect these bugs, and you gotta, you know, and it's just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, can I agree, yeah. can I just can I just go? Can I get there? And, well, the problem with that is that all that stuff was on rails, too. It's like, they can't seem to figure out to just, you know, okay, give us a big world and lots to do in it, but don't make it so I, you know, like, you have to collect the bugs now, and now you have oh, to go yeah. do this, and oh, now you yeah. have to go do that, you know, where it's like, even though it's a lot to do, it doesn't feel like, you know, you have a lot of freedom. It
2: doesn't really feel like a big world because yeah, you, I'm fucking, stuck on a path. It's fucking boring, you know, like, the you know, the octopuses, you know, uh they're cute in this game. And they're they are not too <laughs> hard to collect. They make sounds and such. And so I, I had a good time collecting them, you know. It was the first thing I did after I finished the game. I went back and collected them all. But, uh, you know, like, yeah, the bugs and the specters or whatever in you know, Twilight Princess, you know, fuck that, man. Seriously, you know, <laughs> who would do that? It's just, you know, it's boring. Yeah. I I have mean, con- I'll give
1: them credit, like, in the sense that they removed all the frustration from the yeah. game. Yeah. Like, there's no frustrating elements. And, I mean, that might tip a little bit too far to the, you know, point of easiness for people. But, I mean, it is, it was pure fun. There wasn't a point where I was like, you know, well, actually, only once. During the baseball game, you have to get 100 points to get the heart piece, and I kept getting 99, and that, that oh, was wow. the one moment where I had like the... <laughs> like I wanted to throw the system.
2: <laughs> nah, nah. But... I, got, I got only, like, 50, and I was like, you know, fuck this game. <laughs> there's a way to game it. There's a,
0: there's a cheap way to game it. You basically <laughs> hit the first two, and then wait for a crow to come, and then do a downward, like, hit. hold down on the D-pad and hit it, and you'll automatically hit the crow, and that's worth 50 by itself. So oh. you just you just game it that way over and over hit two I think way, it, was hit the crow. it was just
1: worth 20. Well,
0: was okay I remember I can't You have remember.
1: to get it's like 20. 5 of them or something to right, get 100 right. but I mean it's it's pretty it it's kind of random and it's pretty easy depending on how many you know if you get the crabs at the right time and everything. Right.
0: Did you did you beat the cuckoo on rooster level?
1: I yeah. actually didn't play that one. i I only need like 3 more heart pieces to get have all of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, part heart pieces. So I've got right, 19 right, right. hearts. And, uh, so yeah, I'll have to do that. And then that I'm was just, uh. painful,
0: two-way. man. It was so painful to do.
1: <laughs> uh, then I have to do the, I probably have to do the race, too. So actually, I only, there's only one where I don't know where to get it.
0: The race is easy. Uh, Ruby Rush, you'll get two different heart pieces out of that.
1: Yeah, You're I already in, got that.
0: Okay. Did you do the, the, uh, treasure hunt game in the low roll Kakariko?
1: No. So yeah, there was one there. Oh, well then, alright. Yeah. Sounds like I got it now. I gotta write this down. Cuckoos, (laughs) low treasure, and uh, you know the, the stupid rupee rush, which just seems so annoying? Yeah. Like I started playing it and I was like, God, I don't want to do this. And I was, I had all these plans like, oh, you know what? I'll time it with my phone, you know? That's what I did. Stopwatch. And then I'm like, okay. And so I just mess around. I'm like, oh, I better go back and talk to the person. I talked to them and I did it and I had like 0.9 left. Nice. The first time I played it, and it was like, alright, I'm never coming, to- I'm never doing this again. Yeah, you nailed it on that. <laughs> yeah, the piece.
0: What do they expect you to do? What do they expect you to do for counting kind down of 30 seconds? Are you supposed to go 1 1000, 2 1000? One I mean, how are you supposed to do that except for you're using your fucking iPhone or a stopwatch? I
1: was, you know, I was thinking maybe like, if, I was thinking of how you would do it naturally, this is sad, but it was like maybe the music, you'd have to like count oh sort Oh my of the- god. With the music, that would be like the only way to do it, like without a, just sitting what a, there.
0: What a dumb, dumb, arbitrarily challenge that was! That it was
1: takes up a large part of the map screen too. Is yeah. dedicated to that. To that, that whole
0: lower, that whole lower left quadrant is basically just garbage to me. Like <laughs> the sand level that you can only that only has a function once in the game. The yeah. uh, the uh, stupid mini games. us just ignore that whole section of the map, and that's that's too bad.
1: Well, that's where it falls short, is that in Zelda 3, I feel like every area and section, you know, and, you know, temple, came into play multiple times. Yeah, definitely. Like, there would be places yeah. where it's like, when you got new items, you had to go back to a place and look at it again, because it was like, it totally opened it up differently, in mm-hmm. a way that you wouldn't have realized before, and I mean, that game was pretty complex. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was yeah. just a ton of content, basically, and this one doesn't have that, but it does have just the sort of the thrill and the fun of going around... uh killing things um
0: one of the biggest things that bugged me about this game is i've already said it in the thread like the epicness the grandness of the scenario do you remember to me this is ingrained in my memory obviously you visit the dark world a couple times before you get the master sword because you turn into the rabbit you use the mirror <laughs> and uh you hit those little switches and stuff like that but uh the first time you're truly in the dark world is you're on top of the um the tower the pyramid yeah and then, like, there's that, the, the music plays, and, and like, there's this little sword thing. That's, like, to me, that's, like, one of, like, my favorite moments in gaming, you know. And that this game's version of that is, like, oh, I'm in my house. I'm in a <laughs> house now. Like, great, you know, I'm going to step out. Oh, it's a different world. Okay, cool, let's go, you know. It just it totally misses the opportunity to make that, like, a big, you know, big moment. They just don't capitalize on those things. And they, instead, they're just, like, oh, it's wacky fun, you know.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, the whole tone is very light. It's very kiddy. Yeah. I mean, you know, Low Rule is just such a. It's a you know a gross simplification of the whole, you know, two world thing that they're doing in every game. Plus, it just adds this confusion where it's like, so wait, this is supposed to be the same continuity. So there's, like, another dark world that's, like, different. What? Right. This,
0: uh, this is, like, basically, it's like the quantum level. This is the other dimension. <laughs> this is the episode of Fringe for, for Zelda 3, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, where it's like. <laughs> So how you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's just, the Zelda world is full of parallel dimensions. Yes, there, there, are,
0: there are endless, <laughs> endless <Yeah>. Zelda dimensions they can do. Zelda 3-3. Zelda full of 3-3 3-3, and
1: Hildas and, you know, alternate princesses.
0: Right, right. Zelda will eventually run out of uh, things that run with Zelda, I guess. And that will be what determines the scope of the dimensions.
1: Was anyone really excited? Like, you know, that moment you discussed in Zelda 3 when you're on top of the pyramid, and it's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. For me in that game, the closest <laughs> thing to that was, you know, before the ending was when you see Ganon, mm-hmm. and it's him from Zelda 3, and it's like, yeah. oh, my God, there he is. And he looks great, too. He looks really yeah. good. And then they immediately, like, shit on it oh, and man. turn him into the Yuga Ganon, who Yuga is just, you know, what, what, was the, what was the name of the villain in Skyward Sword for the most part? oh man <laughs> yeah exactly what a, what a pop I quiz mean, that is on don't remember. Yeah, you know i mean why i'm these weird sort of you know you're at him you him villains, you know that they've got yeah. you know it's just like come on you've yeah. already got a villain well they yeah. also
0: the thing is ganon's design looked really cool and they use it for all of like three seconds and then they're like oh now he's got dreadlocks and his can't fit in his shirt like oh that looks really cool guys you know
2: Yeah, he was like, he's fucking obese, you know? Yeah. Whereas, whereas Ganon was fat because he was a pig, (laughs) but he was powerful. Yeah. You know, I actually like Griffiths when, uh, when I beat Yuga first as a boss. I expected Ganon to come out, you know, like to over, overpower him or something like that. But instead it's just, uh, I'll turn you all into paintings. Wow. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great.
0: Wow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean that
1: whole thing is like it's very simple. Like just, you know, I mean it's fairy tale-ish but like it doesn't take itself at all seriously. So I mean, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't it doesn't expect anyone to, so I don't know. I don't know what they were going for there. It it shocked me at the end that they actually like like I said in the thread, like I figured Link would just pick up the Triforce and it would say the end. I was surprised they actually <laughs> did something, or it's like, oh, there's go- they're going to try to tack on some meaning and feelings here.
0: <laughs> yeah, to, to no effect on me at all, honestly. That's why I, didn't well, mention- I
1: thought it was nice that they didn't, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> leave them doomed. <laughs> so- right.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I mean. I, this is my fundamental problem with the way storytelling goes in Zelda games, is that it really does have a distinct beginning, middle, and end, and there's no other story development throughout. You know, you yeah. get a giant story dump at the very end, where they basically explain the entire <laughs> motivations of the characters at the very, very, very end of the game.
1: Okay, like, what here's the what you were doing all this time. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Here was what I was doing the entire game. Here's what you were doing the entire game. By the way, now there's five minutes left in the game. You know, reminisce on that.
2: You know, I think is. You know, they're doing it like for Mario, you know, where, you know, for Mario, you know, it's, you play the game for the gameplay and the fact there's no story, you know, nobody cares. Even though actually it could be good if there was an actual story, you know, but yeah, it's, it's not important. And they, they do the same thing for Zelda, you know, they're like, oh, people just want the dungeons. Mm-hmm. People just want to, you know, solve puzzles and kill bosses and stuff like that. But actually, no, that's not what people want. And, uh, I think as yeah, the stories have become more and more lame, you know, like in Skyward Sword, you know, I mean, they try to do something, but you know, by God, just hire a professional writer or something like that. You know, Yeah. I really, like, seriously,
0: liked it. I like parts of Skyward Sword. I like a lot. I liked, the, the, yeah, the, the, I
1: liked of the interplay between Zelda and Link. Like, but everything else was just terrible, terribly yeah. executed, yeah.
0: It was boring and trite. It just
1: you was... mean you didn't like the the big dog monster with like oh. eyeballs on it? So you had oh. to fight three times and over. <laughs>
2: yeah. oh, man uh, you anyway. gotta stub it. You gotta stub it. Store. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that's a yeah. big, the big devil. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. but I, the thing is, I, I think Nintendo thinks they are trying with the story. I think that's what Twilight Princess and Squawk, Skyward Sword are. Is like well, they're genuinely attempting to tell a story, but they're just like bad at it.
1: You know. You know what's interesting is that. Uh This one started out the same as Skyward Sword, where he's having the dream with the big shadowy monster, and I was like, you know, my Mm -hmm. first feeling seeing that was like, uh (laughs) uh-oh, like, here we we go again. But, you know, they sort of deviated that from there, but it's like, is this the new sort of Zelda trope, you know, they're going with in the future games? Because, I mean, they get stuck on certain things, it seems like, for a while. Like, I liked it from, like, Ocarina of Time to Wind Waker. Like, I referred to that as kind of a trilogy in the thread, and, you know, it does tell one large story if you follow it before it you know breaks before twilight princess kind of stands on its own and takes from everything mm-hmm. but i don't know now they seem to be going with this you know link is this lazy dreamer you know he's always getting yelled at and then you yeah know, they just do whatever they want you know
0: there's a little bit of that in ocarina as well i mean he wakes up he's he's oversleeping or something like that yeah you know right and then he gets picked on by the other guys for obviously not being one of them. So it is a little yeah.
2: bit of that. And it's also, you know, I, I mean, there's a tendency of him, you know, sleeping and being woken up, you know, starts with, you know, uh, A Link to the Past, actually. you know? Yeah. He's sleeping. He goes after his grandfather, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. just right away, like, if you were comparing the plots, you know, and seeing them, like, oh, it's a return to form. It's like Zelda 3's beginning is, like, one of the coolest in the series. Yeah, yeah, the rain. And being woken up by his uncle, who, j- who then just leaves in this rainstorm, and it's like, it's very, very well done. I mean, it mm-hmm. works if you're a kid, but I mean, you can look at it, you know, as an adult, too, and be like, oh, this is a neat, you know, exciting way to open the story.
0: Plus, at the time, imagine going from Zelda 2 to that, <laughs> where it's like super atmospheric and the music's so amazing and that whole sequence. I mean, I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine. I was a kid when I was playing it. But well, I'm, it was-
1: I'm waiting for as well. What do you mean, Zelda Two is a far superior game? Well, <laughs> no, I, you know, I,
2: actually, uh, I I like Zelda Three more than Zelda Two. But okay. uh, I, you know, that being said, Zelda Two has its you know it it has its good you know part. You know, I always, I saw always the the you know when I was a kid, the game felt huge to me. You know, it felt mm-hmm. like it was really yeah. really big and big and dangerous. You know, like. I've been wondering on the on the overworld, you know, it was like, you know, it was dangerous, you know, with these fucking you moblins, you know, yeah. r- running after your ass. So, and uh, and I liked the uh, the sleeping princess, you know, at the temple at the beginning. I, I like that stuff. So, but yeah, yeah, you know, Zelda 3, you know, it, I mean, that's one of the most important games for me. Like, when I was a kid, it really, you know, really blew my mind away. So, you know, I can't really say, you know, I, I like Zelda 2 better, you know.
1: Yeah. I was just kidding I was just giving you a platform to talk about Zelda <laughs>
2: <laughs> well don't get me started it's a great game
0: uh, where would you guys rate this one
2: uh, I don't know I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know myself I haven't ever talked really about it you know I don't know because it's derivative so I mm-hmm. can't you know it can't rank too high and I, like it's a fun it's game not, but it's not even trying to be like the best Zelda ever, or anything, yeah. it's not even throwing its
1: hat in the ring, you know yeah. it's, it's just trying to be sort of fun, and that I mean and in that sense, it is a lot of fun, I really do like it i'm I, you know I'm looking forward to playing it more and doing mm-hmm. hero mode and all that, but it just sort of i don't know, it doesn't really rate. I feel like it's almost like you know like I said, it's like the free play version of Zelda Three, where you can just sort of run around and have a good time, but it's yeah, it's so derivative of that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, it doesn't yeah, I, really try, it doesn't add anything to the, you know, the canon, you know, it doesn't try to do anything with the plot. It's it kind of really, like,
0: it's, it's Zelda junk food is what it is. It's yeah. Like, uh,
1: yeah. Can,
2: I can, it's Zelda
0: light. And now here I am sitting on my couch playing playing it because it's fun to play, not because it's, like, engaging me or anything like that. Yeah,
1: you know, I, you know it's like you don't have to, like, oh, to replay it, you know, oh, God, i don't. I got to go through the plot and i got to collect it. No, you don't. You can yeah. just, you <laughs> could pretty much just start it up, restart a new game, and then just go at it. And it's there's like, this, okay, cool.
0: There's this moment where Sai Rala says, you can know go about The Legend of the Seven Sages, right? Yes. Good. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Like, yeah. oh, my God. The no, I
1: mean the this. dialogue is—it's almost like you know—to exaggerate. Like, Dude, you might be the hero guy. Here, take the sword. Uh, go yeah. fight the bad guys. <laughs> and it's like that's it. You know, that's the—you know—there isn't any great Deku Tree moments. That's for sure.
2: You know what's ridiculous really though is that like you live in the same fucking house. You have the same fucking—you know—look alike of the previous <laughs> hero, guys. and they're like, "What? You are the hero?" You know? I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you who know. well, so has the
1: spitting image of the guy in the painting yeah, I figured exactly. you know what are the odds though that's ridiculous <laughs> no, yeah. of course it wouldn't be you <laughs> mm. uh.
0: but I'm I think I'm 24 hours in uh, after almost I think I have two more dungeons left in my second playthrough and so I mean I'm getting my money's worth out of the game for sure yeah. um, but uh, I I I can't imagine there's much more to squeeze out of this game than in hero mode. I had hoped for a rearrange of the dungeons, but like, whatever, you know.
2: Yeah, that would have been nice. But then again, or, since you can do them in any order, you know, like... Sure.
1: Well, why didn't they, you know, give us the option to play it? Like, after you beat the game, like, it would have been really cool to give you, like, a free camera since they did design this whole 3D world. Well, just... there's,
0: there's technical reasons they wouldn't because, I mean, even though it looks like it's 3D, like, they're... There are certainly going to be aspects of the game they don't want you to see because they didn't You're map it that way. You're not see it, yeah. Yeah. it just, well, yeah. I don't know.
1: I feel like that could have. I mean, it would have taken some extra doing. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think it would have been, you know, prohibitive. Like, if like it would have been, the reward would have been, you know, much. It greater. would have been great. Yeah, it would <laughs> yeah. have been. Uh,
0: they w- they probably would have charged for that, though. You know, that's <laughs> like a whole different kind of game at that point.
1: I mean, it yeah. would have, it would have really set it apart. I mean, if you're
0: going to do overhead like that, wouldn't you need like, a Z-lock on at that point?
1: No, I mean, that's the thing. I'd say, like, don't do that. Because that, you know, you, you really don't need Z-targeting. Like, unless you make the game so you have to have it. Like, I've, I've been able to play Ocarina of Time without the Z-targeting. Wow. I've done it just for the hell of it, like, in Master Quest on 3DS. hmm Because that was the one where I played it without Z-targeting, and I used the broken Goron Sword... Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole time?
0: What the hell? Do you, do you like pain?
1: I mean, it's, you know, we, we're complaining that there's not enough challenge in these it's games, true. right? So you have, to, <laughs> you have to create your own. Yeah. And, you know, that was fun, you know, for someone that's played Ocarina of Time, you know, ad nauseum. So, I mean, that was cool to go along with, like, the Master Quest and the flipped world. What's interesting is they were going for a challenge there because they went to the, you know, I would say too much trouble of flipping the world just to disorient you. Mm-hmm. So that I mean I don't know, that was kind of weird, but it's interesting that they were seeing that as adding extra challenge that they went to those lengths.
0: Yeah. Does this game let you skip heart pieces? Because there have been previous Zelda's like where speedrunners will bypass a heart piece because it takes up too much time for the animation.
2: I think so you do. can. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think you can. There's things like that, that I like about
0: Nintendo games, is they don't they they let you go around the bounds if you want to. Like if you want to play Mario 3 with, you know, Mario squatting the whole time or uh, ducking the <laughs> whole time. You can do it. You know, and that's that's fantastic. I love that they have that kind of, sort of crap in there. Useless shit. Um, I didn't have anything else on the agenda. I just wanted to gush about Zelda because I really did enjoy it despite everything I said here. I mean, I'm still playing it, so it's a good sign. I just, you know, I, I have expectations of the series and I think it could be better than they, it is. So I, I really hope the next game, like I said, they, they learn from their lessons here. If they, you know, make something in this vein, which I doubt they will. I wonder what they can take into the next, you know, full size Zelda game. I wonder what would translate yeah. well you know, from two D to three D, because there's no way they're making a two D Zelda game on Wii U. I can't imagine they would, anyway.
1: Maybe they'll do, yeah, maybe they'll do it so you can switch. of <laughs> There yeah. would be a lot of, a lot of uh, development, sort of having to, you know, come up with like dual gameplay ideas mm-hmm. if they were going to have you switch back and forth, but probably not. It's probably you know, just going to be. The, the more they talk about changing it, the more it feels the same. Like Skyward Sword for all the big, you know, oh, we're rethinking the way we do Zelda. And, of course, they're saying that about the Wii U one. It just felt like, you know, mm, Ocarina yeah. of Time. <laughs> it like, I mean, I felt more like
0: Twilight Princess to me. Cause it but, cause I mean, of, you know you know else. what I mean?
1: It's just that same gameplay style.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. it. Mm. yeah.
1: And it. And plot-wise, they're stuck on the whole... Yeah, basically the Zelda 3 thing. It's always collect the
2: three things, and then you can do the rest of the dungeons. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything. Even the fact, you know, the game is divided in two parts, you know. It's just, you know, it goes back to that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There might be another world out there, too. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Legends say. It's like, yeah, I know, I've played all of them. <laughs>
0: Are you guys, uh, jumping on any Steam deals at the turkey sale going on right now?
2: You know, actually, it's, you know, it's quite crazy. I wanted to snatch, you know, go home because I, I've been wanting to play the game, but, and I saw that it was just $5. But in Europe, it's, uh, 10 euros. So I guess, uh, you know, because Thanksgiving is not a big deal here. So yeah. I guess, uh, I've been just playing Rogue Legacy, which, uh, you gifted me. Right. Very charitably. So I've been playing that. It's quite fun, I guess. Quite fun. But uh I'm almost done with it. The last like you know, the blob boss.
0: Jesus Christ, you're already almost done with it? That's crazy.
2: Well, you know. I've just I've been playing it a bit, so wow. I, I uh yeah. I guess uh yeah. What if you fun.
0: how have you spec your guy? Do you like what kind of power ups are you using? Do you use the the floating or the double hmm. jump or what are you using?
2: I use the floating, the double jump and the dash. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> you really got all of them. Jeez, I'm impressed, man. I think I was probably spent, I don't know, 14 hours on that game? I can't remember. It was quite a long time.
2: Well, yeah, I've played. I mean, uh, uh, I must have played, uh, I don't know. But I, I played quite a bit, so yeah. I must not be too far from that. So, let's so see. Uh, go ahead. Yeah? No, no, I, I was, was just
0: going <laughs> to say real quick about Gone Home. If I see it on sale again, because it'll probably have a flash sale before it's over. If I get it, I'll just gift it to you. It'll be five bucks for me and I don't care and you can... Well,
2: oh, so. well, yeah, but don't sweat it. I mean, I've got a, uh, you know, a lot of stuff to play. I mean, I haven't played Dishonored yet and, uh, yeah, I've yeah. had that for a long time, so...
0: Well, yeah, could, anyway. I could be totally wrong, but I just don't think you'd like Gone Home.
2: And that's why I've never
0: really recommended it to you, even though I had a gushing review of it. Uh, I just don't think it's your kind of thing. I mean, it might, I might be totally wrong.
2: Ready? Totally well... You know, I don't know. Actually, uh, I was interested when when I, from what I saw of it, you know, Mm -hmm. felt interesting. I mean, I hope it's not just, you know, completely boring, but you know. I didn't
0: find it, what what you do is boring. I could describe the game and you'd be like, oh my God, but I mean, you have to,
2: you have to find clues as to what happened to your family who disappeared. (laughs) It's actually
0: so much more straightforward than than anything that you would think about the game. It's like the most basic, basic game. I've played, but it's also really, it's really well written, and the world is well realized enough that it it oversteps what you'd expect from that kind of game. Presentation. Is it a
2: bit of a is it a bit of a frida right? There's a what? a thriller, you know, like uh, no, no, no,
0: not, not not at all. Oh, honestly, not at all. It's much more straightforward than you think. Like it's oh. <laughs> it is a story about a family, and that's pretty much it. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's boring after all. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Fez is well, two dollars right now. If you've not played Fez, and Fez is kind of like a kind of like a love song to old Nintendo games, but
2: yeah, uh, I, haven't, I, I wanted to get it on uh, on Xbox Live, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it was twenty bucks or something like that at the time. I didn't do it, and so yeah, I still haven't played it.
0: Yeah, two bucks right now. It's worth it. I, I found it a little painful because it's uh the puzzles and and stuff in the game are kind of like gotcha puzzles. A lot of yeah. the times, um, there's a lot of Wikipediaing that happens. Happens among the people that have beaten the game. There's a lot of puzzles that are just like super obscure. Hmm. But uh, I think the sad thing about me is I look at these sales and I'm like I have that, 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 I have that. I have
2: that. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, man, you have you have 474 games on Steam. <laughs> you know,
0: uh, I'm almost 500. I gotta load them up. I'm <laughs> Yeah, I bought uh, Shadow Run, and I have not installed it yet. I need to play that eventually. All right. well, here I am.
1: Something a... about uh, the Zelda game that we didn't talk about real quick. Okay. Sure. Um, did did you, any of you guys fight Shadow Links or pull, incorporate that part of the game into your gameplay experience? No. Oh,
0: I did a couple times. They were all really, really easy. Really, really easy.
1: And yeah, it's kind of lame. It was not yeah. implemented the
0: way I thought it was going to be implemented. I thought it was going to be more like Dark Souls where you you would encounter them in the world and you do, but you don't fight them spontaneously. It's like, Hey, do you want to agree to a duel in this totally separate area? Yeah. Okay. Let's fight. I thought it would be more like in Dark Souls, people can invade your world and you have to fight them alongside everything else that's happening in the world. They just yeah. coming to the game. That's, I mean, that's, that'd be awesome, but no, it's much more handholdy than that. You know, it's,
1: so, I mean, there's just not that much to it. I mean, it's sort of I mean, it's like you're not even really fighting them. You're fighting a computer yeah. you know version of their whatever power they're at in the game.
0: With an AI level of like an rock,
1: basically. You know? Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I mean it's it's easy. You can pretty much beat anything if you, you know I mean, obviously it's a human ingenuity versus a really bad AI. Yeah. And it's disappointing because it's like I would have, you know, I thought it was going to be more like you can fight your friends, you know, sort of a thing with your Link, you know, have your Links fight. And it's like, it's disappointing that they didn't take advantage of that. It's like, you have to think of that when you're doing this, you know, and say, right. hey, that's a way better idea. Yeah, so, it's a typical
0: it's, Nintendo solution to a multiplayer issue. It's like, oh, well, there's your multiplayer, whatever. Now, moving on,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: It's too bad. I would I do think it would be cool if we could do multiplayer. Like, I could play against your Link as you're playing him in an well, actual... Well, I mean, match, you, know, you know, I
1: could somehow... Use my link to send you obscene messages, so we so, can't have that, sorry. Yeah,
0: did you know Nintendo discontinued that little check? Yeah, it's yeah.
1: yeah. It's so crazy. Mm. Cause people, you know, life finds a way, people are finding a way to be inappropriate with each other on there, so, you know, it has to go away. You ruined it for everybody, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, there's, some, what is wrong with them? Are they just a bunch of school marms? I mean, it's like, I'm
0: sure it's an up top decision and someone up top is keeping things from evolving.
2: Yeah,
1: well, well I you mean, know, they're going to be evolving into a software company if, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, if they don't knock it off. Yeah. You know, it the is, problem is
2: I think they've got this thing where, you know, the marketing is convinced that, you know, selling to kids is, you know, where their money lies. And so they absolutely don't want anything to you know horse uh, jeopardize the reputation yeah yeah and that was the same thing with the 3D you know like you know when people started saying oh yeah the 3DS but 3D is bad for kids eyes and stuff you know that's why we've got the fucking 2DS you know mm-hmm. that's for for that fucking reason because that way, you know, kids won't have a problem. They can't hurt their hey, eyes.
1: Hey, you've been playing Zelda a long time. Are you sure you don't want to take a break? Oh God. Oh yeah. Do you, get, do you need to go down for a nap, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have some chocolate milk still.
1: Yeah. Hey, I uh, still have chocolate milk. So, so <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very frustrating, and it's, you know, sometimes I think, I mean, because they're right in the sense, you know, the casual market with the sales they had with the Wii, but in hindsight, that's starting to seem more hollow to me, like, that might have been a bad thing for them, because it's, because yeah. those Wii purchasers, they're not coming back for the Wii. Yeah, either. that's, that's,
0: that's, it's a poisoned reasoning, in my opinion, like, they, yeah. they reverse engineered that marketing pitch, they said, oh, it worked, well, that was our intent all along, was for yeah. everyone to buy a Wii oh, of pitch, you know?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. fucking <laughs> course, yeah, of course. It's a thing where it's like, if you if you try to do that, you're going to alienate. Yeah, I mean, they said with me, we're going to bring back the gamers, and it's like, yeah. well, they were smart enough to realize that it's like the new systems are coming out in, what, six months, you know, or a year? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to buy, you know, your it's old It's so funny.
0: Tech. If you listen to, um, I mean, I listen to a shitload of podcasts, and uh, a lot of them are video game podcasts, you know, for months and months and months, everyone's shitting on Wii U, and like, oh, the Wii U's fucking doomed, and then now that... Zelda and this new Mario game are out. It's like, oh my god, the Wii U might have a chance. It's like, it's like this one game, this one really solid Mario game, can totally change people's expectations. I wonder if that'll play in the long run.
2: I it had was...
1: no idea that they'd bring out a good Mario game. <laughs> yeah, it's totally, it's <laughs> ridiculous.
2: You yeah, know. you know, you know, the commentary in video games, you know, is so fucking short sighted. It's painful. I mean, I, I actually I hardly read any you know article any articles anymore because. It's so short-sighted, it's so stupid, it lacks any kind of vision, it's really, it's really sad, you know. I mean, it's the same for the Xbox and PS4, you know, the specs comparison and the power comparison, and they're all tearing, you know, at each other's throat, and in the end, it's just the games that make a difference, you know? But people don't see that, you know, before a game actually says well, they're like, wow,
0: who would have known? Well, it's people, I think what, uh, the, the driving force behind a lot of the discussion that happens is, People wanting to attach themselves to the zeitgeist in some way. They want to say, Oh, yeah, well, we were always saying the Wii U was garbage, or we were always saying the Wii U had a chance. You know, they want to quickly make a U turn to attach themselves to whatever the popular message is at the time. And so you get a lot of double talk from a lot of the, even even the, you know, biggest, uh, video game publications. So it's just a gross industry, honestly. It needs to be gutted.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's not much, you know, there's not much to it that's uh, worth uh, redeeming. Mm. Paul Walker's dead. Yeah. yeah.
0: Even in iconic fashion. Yeah, seriously. I was like, is that for real? The way he died? Holy shit. Crazy. A, a silent moment for Paul Walker on our Berserk podcast. <laughs> well, I'm just killing time here. Just chatting with you dudes. Um Nothing nope. else is really going on. Someone said, I think it was Nomad had said, you should talk about your kid. Like, I'd rather not, you know, I mean, I'll tell you about family life off the air, but I don't want to talk about family stuff on podcasts. It's not my thing. Everything's cool.
2: Yeah. And I'm not sure that make like, you know, for fun, very interesting Interesting. topic. Yeah. What are you
0: saying? My kids aren't (laughs) interested.
2: Well, you know, (laughs) you know, please send me more pictures, (laughs) but, uh, now it's just, you know, I mean, for the general listener, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: Aubrey doesn't even listen to this section of the podcast, so fuck him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, that being said, I can understand his point. You know, like what? you know, oh, it's a Berserk podcast, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, that's not that, that is
0: an Azelia wrong. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> people, the, the most popular podcast, the best podcast, the ones that I come back to anyway, over week after week. Are those that go beyond their, you know, prescribed, you know, reason for existing, or the raison d'être? Wow,
2: well, yeah, raison d'être actually, but uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <It's> cool, <laughs> but yeah. That being said, I, I would still, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, my opinion. We already talked about this, actually. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I, uh, I think I'm of the opinion that uh, the Berserk part, you know, like when we're talking about Berserk, which is not the case here, but should be central and you know bigger and most emphasized of it. But uh, it's just uh, like you know my opinion, man.
0: Sure. I mean, if 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 Berserk was coming out at a rapid rate and we actually had material to exhaust, we we could easily do that. But as the series, you know, we started the podcast. A year, almost two years ago, and we've we've had a total of like what five Berserk episodes since then, total. So, you know, there's just not a hell of a lot. To, so yeah,
2: yeah, the, I know, I know. Episode you don't after. Need episode. To con- you don't need to convince me. Sure. Um,
0: I guess that's about it. Have I mean, you guys been playing anything else? I've not had time to play a damn thing. Oh, other than
1: Zelda. So this is the part where I make you guys sick again. Uh, tiny no. Death Star for my phone. <laughs> been what? tiny Basically. NASCAR? No tiny Death Star. Death Star. Yeah, it's oh, like Tiny oh, oh. Tower actually, right? Yeah, it's just a rip off of Tiny Tower. I mean, it's the exact oh. same game. They just uh, put a Star Wars like. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun little nerdy references in it, like in Easter eggs to Star Wars and characters. They I they thought, put quite a bit of effort into it, actually.
0: That could be fun. I like Tiny Tower to a certain point, and then it got a little tedious, and I stopped playing. But I thought the idea was cool.
1: Yeah, try try Tiny Death Star on your phone. Is it, it's 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 is fun. It free. Yeah, it's free. Okay it's it's an easy free too, like I've never hit anything where I felt compelled like, oh, I need to spend real money to get fake money
0: <laughs> like, did you um oh fuck, have you seen any more about the Diablo Three expansion stuff? Are you excited about the Diablo Three expansion?
1: Um, I've kind of prepped my characters like I was going through a phase there where I was you know making sure to do some auction house deals, get the items I wanted to transfer over, stuff like that. I, I want to beat Hardcore before it happens, mm-hmm. before I lose access to <clears throat> being able to buy all the like health armor and everything really cheap. But I don't know. I haven't found a lot of motivation or free time to play it.
0: Mm.
1: So we'll um, see. I mean, I figure until I've got until March to beat it on Hardcore when they close the auction house.
0: I might actually play it, uh, depending on how it's received, because uh, I, I, what they're doing with it sounds like what I would enjoy about playing Diablo is that, you know, having the loot actually matter again. That sounds like a, uh, up my alley. So maybe I'll give it a shot. Uh, I don't know.
1: So, I mean, I mean, maybe we'll see. The problem is it's like the people fixing it were the ones that broke it in the first place. So it's like, do they know how to fix it? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not like they're bringing in, you know, a separate team to, you know, let's do it right. It's like the same guys. And I've heard some things that seem a little misguided even about like they they had some new NPC character that's going to help you, you know, individualize your items and customize them and it was yeah. I just read this big article on it and it was just like, this doesn't interest me. I mean, you know, this looks annoying. Right. It looks like they've got, you know, this was a very I'll give, let's give Nintendo credit with Zelda for one thing. They, <laughs> they stick to the formula that works. Right. Whereas, you know, we'd like them to expand on it. Here they'd You know, I don't know what happened to just making Diablo. It doesn't seem like that hard a game. Like, there's been plenty of copycats that follow the formula well.
0: They dropped the ball, and I'll give them a second chance to to remedy that, course correct what they fucked up on. Yeah, Azil, I'm looking through uh, Dark Horse Volume Thirty Seven to see if there's anything worth talking about or laughing about. You know, apart from what was mentioned in the thread that they have this little box for. Rickert, and instead of the Rickert description, they have the Roderick description. Yeah. Apart from that, and the overlaid box uh, description over, over the Japanese text, I'm looking through it, and towards the middle, you see Cheech um, in front of a flower, and you know, and the next page in the volume actually had the kanji for the flower that she was, the flower yeah. that she was clinging to, you know, and yeah. that was cool. It was a little indication of what that flower was. That's untranslated in this volume. It just has the kanji and it says Nazuna in Hiragana over it. They didn't even bother translating it. Uh, I that was weird.
2: Yeah. You know, well, the thing is, uh, I, I don't think they spend lots of money on, on this, on Berserk as a product, you know, so the translation is why, well, you know, they get what they pay for and we get what they pay for. So that's not much. fortunate. but.
0: Oh my God. They actually reused that page out of laziness. Holy crap. That was a one, <laughs> that was a one instance page as an interstitial and the reuse of the next episode as well just because i guess they copied and pasted it that's uh anyway sorry creative creative yeah
2: well what can you expect from them you know
0: it is cool to be looking through this and and having the the newest episode it's really weird that is yeah okay. i never thought they'd catch up honestly i thought they'd be a little bit behind but no here we go
2: well you know it shows that you shouldn't always you know wish you know for things like when you get what you wish for it's not always in the way you wanted.
1: <laughs> no way! wait didn't miro say that you know he made a point in his comment that this isn't keeping him from doing berserk yeah
2: now i would point out
1: just you know <laughs> from the fact that there isn't two of him that you know by default when he's working <laughs> on this he cannot be working on berserk i mean i guess he could be thinking about it <laughs> you know at the same time but i mean you know Technically, it
0: is. <laughs> I think his his comment literally said, like, it's not like I gave up on Berserk. Right? Not like I stopped. Yeah, okay. Berserk, if
1: it really Berserk. means it's not like I'm, you know, not going to do Berserk anymore. Don't worry. Right, it's right. Fine. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that translation or interpretation were just like, it's, this isn't stopping me from doing Berserk. Well, <laughs> literally, it is. Yeah, literally, while you're working on it, you are not working on Berserk. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. I'm sure. I, I, actually, I really wondered about that comment. Like, the tone of it was kind of like, Almost kind of joking the way it was worded. It seemed to me that way.
1: Yeah.
0: I wonder if it's response to I wonder what the Japanese response was because to me, you know, we've already discussed this. When I heard he was working on a new series, my first thought was excitement. It's not oh no, you know, I, that that wasn't what went through my head really. So I wonder we're on if the there final was final
1: episode first.
0: <laughs> like, I, I guess there was maybe a, a small contingent of people that were pissed today. I'm just reading from the Japanese forum. Uh, some people were a little pissed about it, but I, I don't, I
2: don't you know. You know, they're always, you know, they're always grumpy anyway, these guys. They're unhappy yeah. about everything. You know, the thing is, like, you know, these forums, you know, like, you know, there's there so many people, you always find somebody to complain about something. So, yeah. I don't, I don't pay much attention to it, actually, personally. Well,
0: the reason I mention it is, is, just to wonder what Miura's perception of that <laughs> was, you know? If he, if he bothered to make that comment.
1: Yeah, did he feel like he had to come out and, you know, make a statement? I, <laughs> like Obama on Obamacare or something? <laughs> like,
0: <you> know, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably just overanalyzing it. It just made me think like, well, why does he even feel the need to say anything, you know? Well,
2: but, like, yeah, I think it's just he must have, you know, I don't know. He must have felt that the readership would be, you know, would have interrogations or might be worried or something like that. Call us many
1: nerves that, you know. Or worry, yeah. things, you know. <laughs> you could also take it as it's not like I was going to work on that anyway. <laughs> like, you know, I'm 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 done with that shit. Yeah. I'm tired of it. <laughs> no, I know. That's, That's a-
0: <laughs> How do we always find a way to end this, this show awkwardly? How do we always find that <laughs> sour note to finish? It's the only the- way to end. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to call it to a close right there. Um, and I guess we'll talk later. Uh, you know, probably the second issue of Maki will probably call us back, but, um, maybe, I don't know, we'll see, probably. Yeah. Talk to you guys then. Later. Right. See ya. See ya. The end. One hour, 21, 21.
1: It's a very reasonably sized podcast. Yeah, we probably could have talked a little bit
0: more. I just didn't have much planned. Uh, just really, just the issue and Zelda, and uh, I probably could have mapped out more stuff. But I don't even know if I'm going to include the last like 30 minutes. I kind of just rambled about Steam for a while. <laughs> That's yeah. what happens when I go off to off the schedule.
2: I just start rambling about Steam. Steam deals. I smell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought I both Fez by the way. Why oh, we to you.
0: It's I'm always it's so funny. It's like a mini game to me. I wonder if Zia would like this. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I have actually, I actually have zero clue whether you like this
2: Will as, or. Is. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> I've noticed that you have no clue what I like because you always seem to think, oh man, I don't think you like this. Mm. But actually, I'm, I think I'm uh, pretty open minded. I like, you know, a lot of different type of games, so I don't know. He's just playing you, man. He says that so you'll like it. You know, he's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't think you'll like this one. <laughs>
0: Well, there's just so much crap out there, and there's so much, you know, asking for our time these days. I am extremely skeptical of both what I watch and what I recommend. So I'm trying to be very careful about that.
2: Yeah, well, I agree, though. Uh, You know, time is like the most valuable thing, and uh, I don't have time to play all the games I buy. It's pretty sad, actually, or to read all the books or everything, even watch all the series. So yeah, I kinda understand of that uh at that point of view.
1: I I feel like I've mellowed out a bunch on things. I'm not as much of a like I don't let like tiny nitpicks like, oh it ruined the whole thing for me. I'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna enjoy it, <laughs> you know, for the so, big you,
0: so you liked movie three of the Berserk
1: movie? Uh that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, those w- like the the big picture there is like I wouldn't like that anyway if it wasn't for uh, Like you know, yeah. and just be like, oh, this is crap. <laughs> so
0: I found myself doing the same thing actually recently. Um, my wife actually does downstairs. She was watching, uh what's it called, the Hunger, the Hunger Games, the first movie, in The Hunger Games on Netflix, and I watched the last half of it. I thought I I, I kind of had stayed away because I heard it was like a kids' book and it was probably cheesy. It was okay, you know. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, reprehensible to me, and it didn't turn me off. I thought was like, oh, this is
1: pretty good. I heard the second one's way better. <laughs> I'm just like, God I can imagine God. myself
0: like a year ago, watching that, I'd probably be like, I would never watch that, that's garbage, you know, but it wasn't
2: bad. So That's what kids do to you. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it weakens us. That's
1: what happens to, like, that's what happens to all the actors and stuff, too. They're like, oh, I'm doing this movie for my kids. It's like, oh, stay away. Oh, <laughs> don't, God, watch, yeah. don't go to that one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's what Hopkins said about the uh, Super Mario movie. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, actually. Doing this so
1: my kids will hate me. Oh man!
2: <laughs> I'm
0: doing this for my career.
2: Yes, it backfired.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah you ruined me.
1: Mario, Dad. I'm sorry.
0: How much? What, what, what the hell was? Where was Nintendo when that movie was being made? Where was Nintendo saying, "Whoa, guys, whoa"? Yeah,
1: where were they to say, "No, no, no"? Like they do with everything else, you know? I mean. I, I guess think that Maybe they that was the beginning. The right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Maybe that's though maybe that was the beginning of them being really protective. Because you remember Mario was in like Punch Out. He just like made a random appearance as like the announcer. Yeah. And and then that kind of stuff like scaled back and they maybe maybe they had more tight control over the brand after that movie.
2: Well, I think, you know, with the movie deals there was also a, a deal for the merchandising. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they probably just signed, you know, got a lot of money, and just, you know, let them do whatever the, they wanted with the movie. I don't know.
0: Maybe they don't know the movie was made. Maybe they've never <laughs> seen it before.
2: <laughs> you know. With that being said, you know, there was there was a show, so you know, the Super Mario Brothers show. When super you look back at it, show. yeah, it's, sorry, it was, that, the was super was <laughs> that was <laughs> excellent, yeah, though. That was fantastic.
1: Of-
0: the stuff of my childhood. You know, I actually saw it recently because uh, it's on Netflix. The whole thing. And, uh, holy shit. Isn't
1: Bowser just a dude, like, walking around, sort of shuffling in a suit? And he's like... He says, hey, kids!
0: <laughs> the whole, that show is, oh my god, bad. Like, like unwatchably, like, just utter shit. Ani- yeah. A- animation, vo- every single aspect of the show is just garbage. How about the... Garbage. <laughs> except, this, How about except the, the songs?
1: song. Yeah, man. The theme the song, right? The the wrestler that plays yeah. Mario, and he's just—I mean, it's not <laughs> singing. It's it's horrible. It's what is—I don't even want to those do the fresh
0: <laughs> Those intro like little segments, man. Have, you should you should seriously go back and watch those. Like they play, so they basically play just random Mario sound effects, like whenever they feel it would be appropriate. Like I'm opening a I'm opening a shelf, you know. It's like all all, all over the place. It's just oh man. Really, really bad, but I actually have fond memories of watching that for the Zelda. Like they, on Friday mornings, they'd play a Zelda-themed episode every Friday morning. Uh, you know, before I went to school, I'd watch that garbage and you
1: know, be it wasn't programmed. the excuse me Zelda, was it? It was. It was the excuse oh, yeah. me princess. Because I remember uh, later, course. didn't they have like a Mario and Zelda show where it was a different Zelda show? Like it was, he looked actually more like like that the was Link
0: short-lived. Or? That was around the time Link to the Past. I think yeah. they re- relaunched it under a different thing completely. Yeah, there was a, there was a Super Mario World theme, uh, cartoon as well. I, I've never watched either of them. I just know they exist. Uh, I think I, I saw
1: I, them, but, uh, I don't yeah, really remember them so. very well. I do, I remember the, the Zelda because as an adult, I downloaded like all 13 episodes and watched yeah. them. It was just fascinated by, you know, it's yep. like, yeah, Link doesn't talk, but he sure does on this show. And what a personality they gave him.
0: Oh my god,
1: (laughs) yeah. He's, like, such a jerk, and, like, he's, like, trying to, they basically made him the opposite of what, the the image they've cultivated of him in the game is this pure, sort of, humble character.
0: He's definitely not worthy of the Triforce of Courage at all. (laughs) Yeah. At all, at all.
1: He's he's cowardly, he's, you know, he's perverted.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He's a jerk. there's a scene where moblins bust in the princess's tower and Link's first thing to do is to jump out of the tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kinda of funny to watch, go back and watch those just like, you know, with a beer or something, but No, like I, I said,
1: I watched all of them. Yeah. They were they were quite amusing, like in the very much in the sort of the commando vein
0: yeah yeah like
1: what is going on stay away hey, from
0: those mario episodes though man oh man. oh yeah oh,
1: and ganon yeah. is like a loser too <laughs> it's pretty funny he's just like
0: yeah yeah everything's bad
1: he just has a horrible grating voice and
0: did uh, you ever did you ever have the zelda cereal like With the cereal? breakfast
1: like the breakfast food oh, brek-
0: breakfast themed zelda cereal yeah Bre- Zelda oh, breakfast. Oh, yeah. i did not oh yeah that was a good shit <laughs> it's basically Lucky Charms, and it was just like, um, I think it was, well, obviously they had Marshmallow Triforce, and they had Marshmallow, uh, Ganon, or maybe it was a Moblin. But, uh, yeah, they, they remember seeing that in stores and stuff. We get we get the good shit in the US. I'd yeah. love to have that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look up a box real quick to make sure I'm not misremembering it. You
2: know, I'm though, I, I had the Zelda, you know, watch, the Zelda smartwatch, you know? Yeah, same here. Oh, fuck. It was great, man. I, I, I think I've lost it. I don't know why it is. I probably threw it. When I was eighteen or something, man, what a dumbass. I still love that watch. <laughs> I've looked at uh, eBay, tried to buy another one, actually, but yeah, uh, I'm not going to do it.
0: <laughs> so the series is—I'd is forgotten this. It's divided. So like Mario Duck Hunt, the cereal box itself has Mario Brothers cereals? on one side. <laughs> well, that'd be wow, great. I'd love to eat that dog's head. But um, <laughs> if Mario Brothers on one side and Zelda on the other, and wow, I'm looking at it now and it's some artist's interpretation of what a Zelda NES screenshot looks like. It's like someone just said, ah, sure, this will work, you know. I'm going to paste it in there for you. It's in the chat. And I was wrong. It's not marshmallows. It's fruity and berry for Mario is fruity and Zelda and
1: wow, berry. <laughs> Yeah, that Zelda screen. Whoa. Zelda is
0: Yeah.
2: mine's yeah. wow, pretty erratic today. Oh, here we go. Here's a
0: much better quality image hang on a second with a what totally are those different
1: circles are those boulders
0: look at this one man look at this garbage
2: Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my god that mob <laughs> one looks pretty good though yeah <laughs> it's a you know it's a block good Nintendo's serial
1: system just <laughs> different natural and artificial flavors just, just
0: imagine this is how the Super Nintendo graphics are going to look guys this is going to look this advanced in the future Oh,
1: Jesus! Damn it! You is, should have kept recording.
0: I, I am still recording. Unfortunately, yes!
1: <laughs> this is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's going to be filled with me saying, "Look at this, guys! No, look at this!"
1: No, all the discussion before that is good though.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's one last image of the Zelda cereal with a uh, Kotaku reporter in front of it. Apparently,
1: a winning combination for breakfast. We rescued Beth for breakfast.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Wait, now it's like I don't I don't know whatever someone in whatever
1: if you can't beat them eat them. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I love the
0: the old eighties video game marketing stuff when like marketing guys were describing what a video game was and like yeah I can write a pitch for that sure
1: it's like the idea that in Berserk like in the old days like the worlds weren't finished yet it was sort of <laughs> you know it's like the Wild West <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, this is sort of what this is where it's like wow they just had dudes coming up with stuff. Guys who probably had completely different jobs at Nintendo were called upon and like, hey, we need you to come up with a marketing campaign. Oh, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ozil, do you remember that Super Nintendo uh, video I sent you um, where the guys are going around the Nintendo HQ and they go to this guy that's in front of like a Star Fox mural and he's quote unquote playing Star Fox and he's saying something like, he's, he's saying the, the marketing man equivalent of, I just got to polish up the graphics and... On level two, you know that that little commercial thing.
2: Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah,
0: just clearly, the marketing at the time was handled by people that did not understand what they were, what they had a handle on. You know. Yeah. You're selling it's <laughs> quite a bit different now.
2: That being said, that guy, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I felt it could have been worse. You know. Oh, I, I totally. See... He was he yeah. was
0: trying to play the part. Just yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um, last question. Then I seriously got to head out of here. Are either of you guys thinking about at this point getting a PS4 or an Xbox one? No, nope. Yeah. Well, I was actually for a while I was considering getting a PS4. I just I can't imagine, imagine why I would get one right now. <laughs> it's yeah. zero, zero negative oh. incentive to get one.
2: The thing is, the cool games are on the Xbox, but uh, the PS4 is, you know, superior on paper. And, uh, you know, the kicker is, of course, uh, you know, financially, I just have no incentive at all to buy these as expensive. And they're just, you know, I have enough stuff to do, you know. I'm probably going to buy
1: a Wii U when Zelda comes out for it. Like, that's that's my statement on this generation.
2: Yeah, actually, you know, I might, I might buy a Wii U if it gets, you know, like cheap, you know, yeah. and, uh, more good games come out for, for it. Like, you know, so far there's what? There's only Mario. What else? Yeah. Bayonetta 2. I didn't even play the first one, but I guess it's good. But, uh, when some good stuff really comes out, you know, then I'll consider it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't imagine me buying any system right now, but, uh, yeah. it'll probably I, be a Wii U because just because I, I want to even play Mario. Know.
1: I didn't even upgrade to like the 3ds XL. Well, oh man, I, so, yeah. out.
0: so here's the thing. So I have the XL, and the other day I, I found my uh, my DS, which I'm pulling in my original DS Lite, and I open it up. I'm like, and I hold, put my hands on it. Like seriously, it's like Back to the Future. This is like a kid's toy. The thing feels <laughs> like a plastic piece of crap, and the screen is so small. I cannot imagine going back to a non XL. The XL is really, really good.
2: Well, I have the, I still have the original 3ds, you know, and I have no plan to up- upgrade because, sure, I mean, I would have to resell it. I, I can't move this. You know, right, it does the job. So, but uh, yeah, yeah is, is it really, is it really that much better? Because when I played, yes. you know, Zelda, I mean, like the, the sick, the, the screen real estate
0: really does make a big difference to me. I mean, I, I thought it was well worth. $200 and it, upgrade.
2: And it doesn't pixelate or anything like that?
0: Nope. It looks gorgeous. The you know, mm. only
2: problem I have with it is
0: now uh, my kid has been playing with it, and uh, the hinge now wobbles a little more, which is what the original 3DS did. The, the top of it wobbled, you know?
1: Yeah, eventually it'll wobble.
0: And then now the 3DS XL does.
2: You know, it's interesting this, because my my 3DS, like, it doesn't wobble, you know? Hmm, really? <laughs> yeah. I've heard, I, of, I've heard thing almost is, all
1: I like the design of the original 3DS, like a lot more than the XL design, screen size, you know, aside. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, I mean, I just like the aesthetic a lot better. I like that it's smaller, it fits better in my pocket. Like, I've, you know, I've played it, my boss has an XL, so I've tried it in my pocket and everything, and it's, it is a, it just shades a little bit too big. Like, mm-hmm. I find it a little bit too cumbersome. <laughs> and one of my biggest problems with the 3DS when I'm playing it, even at home, and like, size isn't really a factor. Is I'll be like playing it in bed, holding it above my head, and eventually the weight of it. I mean, it doesn't weigh a lot, but it's like your arms will start to, your hands will get a little numb. Sure. And fingers and such, just from, you know, holding it up and the blood flow and everything. And I figure that'll only exacerbate it. Like, where, you know, I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's just something where these are my excuses for not dropping 200 bucks sure. on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and obviously it obviously comes down to how often do you play it. Because I mean, like I—I I mean, before Zelda, I wasn't. It was kind of yeah. That's the fast. other thing.
1: Before Zelda, I was really winding down on my interest. Like all I was doing was those stupid me games because mm-hmm. it's like you know you can walk around and play
2: those kind of you know on the
1: go. Yeah, I mean that's all I could do at work. You know, basically. You know, I'm I mean, playing I,
2: the <clears throat> I'm playing the Phoenix Rise DLC right now actually. Yeah, is that good? It's, well oh, that's pretty good, yeah. Well I mean it's uh, in the same vein as the rest of the game, but uh is it worth
0: the purchase is what I mean though, the extra thing.
2: uh well I haven't finished it yet so I wouldn't know but uh yeah it might be a bit expensive. Like the game itself was just twenty five euros. Uh, the mm-hmm. DLC is like you know five. So like I, I, f- I feel like it might, you know, it should have been more like three or four, but you know like, yeah, whatever I can I can pay, you know, two euros more. But, uh, yeah, so far it's good. And, I mean, I, I, like that the game, you know, was cheap to begin with. I kinda uh, appreciate that. Yeah,
0: But that's the only thing, or well, not the only thing, that's one of the things that's making me think about getting it, just cause, you know, now I'm done with my 3DS for now, and I'd like to have something else to do. If it's good, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I,
2: I, I've got also, uh, you know, other than, uh, what's it game, Fire Emblem, that, uh, I still haven't played. Uh, I've got, uh, Virtue's Last Reward, which is a sequel to, uh, nine doors, nine people, nine whatever, you know. Wow. It's, you said it's some the whole kind. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, I actually like the game very much. And, uh, you know, I, I'll be, I'm looking forward to playing that, the sequel, but, uh, I just haven't taken the time to yet. Mm.
0: Oh, um, Azeel, you know, I told you there was that cop drama that's, uh, sci-fi called Almost Human. I was mentioning it to you.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't
0: bother. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I got halfway through the second episode and I gave up.
2: Oh, you know it—it it really did remind me of something I, I've seen in the past. So you mm. know that uh, guy partnering with uh, an Android or whatever. But yeah. you know I could never remember it. And I mean even if I tried, you know, for a year, so.
0: Like a movie or a? Ah,
2: uh... no, it was a series. It was okay. a series. It was, you know, I don't know, something from ten years ago. Hmm. You know, given the amount of uh, sci-fi series that come out of the USA, you know, I don't know, it could be anything. Yeah, is it sure. like
1: on the Sci-Fi Channel or something?
2: No, this is uh,
0: an actual. I think it's on ABC or CBS. Oh, no, I was
1: talking about. Uh, oh, oh, oh. As is Phantom show,
2: but yeah, well, I would. In, uh... I would. I wouldn't know because you know, like, uh, I am mean, France so it. The repack
1: over there on a different uh, oh yeah
2: yeah yeah like for example you know like uh i don't know csi is called differently you know Ooh, what's it called what's it called oh actually <laughs> it's called les experts which means the experts yeah it's, it's really oh. uh, <laughs> you no know, like almost everything here is uh rebranded or retitled what and about often, bones oftentimes yeah, bones <laughs> uh i think bones is just bones but no, that, bones. that's that's <laughs> rare that's I was rare, be like the Bone Lady. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it might have been. You know, most of the time it's re- re- retarded. You know, like even for movies, like ever, even big blockbuster movies, are retitled. Like for example, The Hangover, is called a uh, Very Bad Trip. You know, like a bad oh, trip, yeah. like sure. something you do with weed or whatever. So they are just rebrand things like that, and it, it often doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's just you know straight, straight up ridiculous. But uh yeah, and four series, yeah, it's it's uh it's the same most of the time.
0: Yeah, the uh the Simpsons version uh that was exported there was four yellow people to Asia and it was it was not it's not, it not popular.
2: <laughs> no no no, the the Simpsons is like that. But Family Guy is called differently actually. What's uh, Family
0: Guy?
2: Yeah. You've really, you've
0: really sparked our curiosity. You've
2: opened up this, like, yeah. this Pandora's box. I want to know all the names. Actually, I actually don't remember. Fuck, what is it? I think it's just a family name of these guys. Ah, yeah, they call it Legriffin. Oh you know, wow! Because, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh yeah. There's a lot sort of stuff like that. Wow. You know?
0: Well, now I'm looking up like perfect strangers dubbed in French. So. <laughs> Apparently it was called "Perfect Stranger." It's just called yeah. "The Gaze." Oh, it's called "Perfect Stranger."
2: Speaking, so. speaking of that, you know, I actually saw the Super Mario Super Show dubbed in French. You know, wow. So you guys, you know, it's it was good. shit. If you,
1: if you think the original was bad, wait till you hear yeah. Frenchman trying to emulate the "Hey, it's me, Kansas Mario." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, from side to side.
0: I kind of miss that gruff Mario voice, though. I'm not a super fan of the hee-hee, you know, weird uh, fairy. I, uh,
1: a very manly Mario. Yeah, Too yeah. <laughs> A very hairy man. Yeah, it's like,
0: uh, it's like a <laughs> an animated Robin Williams was a plumber, basically.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, I actually got to go, guys. But um, thanks for the extended chat, whether we keep it in or not. I'll probably keep it in. That's just fun. For the fans...
1: <laughs> hey, if they don't want to listen to it, they can just turn it off.
0: They can hit the stop button. Oh, wait, that doesn't exist anymore. We're in the future. We only have pause. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later.
2: See ya. Yeah. See ya, guys.